break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are Doctor's Nutrition of Texas, where we help you with your nutritional solutions for any common health ailments that you may have. Thank you for joining us today. We have a very exciting show for you, which hopefully wakes you up since it's about being tired. And the name of it is, Are You Tired of Being Tired? So many people come in and that's their number one complaint is they're just tired and don't know where to begin with their health journey. And frankly, they're just too tired to do it. So today we're going to help discover some of the hidden causes of being tired and what you can do about it and uh, where to go from here. We also are going to have a special question during this show where we will give away a product. So make sure you listen to the whole thing so you can hopefully win something to help you with being tired. And that being said, Dr. Lewis, would you like to educate us a little bit about what's going on and what makes us so tired now? No. I'm okay. too tired. <laughs> we um, kind of feel that we need a cup of coffee before we get started so we can pep you up and get you to talk. Yeah, if you have to drink coffee all day long, you probably do have an adrenal problem. But before we get to that, I'd like to address a question from Marianne in Tulsa. Um, <clears throat> she read an article that made her doubt whether taking fish oil was a good thing to do or not. I would like to say, you know, there's a lot of people writing articles out there that are promoting fear they're promoting negativity they're putting doubt in your minds and that's why for years i've said you have to listen to everything with a discerning spirit and hopefully you have your real discerning spirit turned on because there is a lot of negativity going on and yesterday i had an article um about this lady that didn't think that the PSA test was good and uh, well, you don't have a prostate so you don't get to vote and it was promoted by a similar article that put fear and doubt in the heart of all men and really he's stupid uh, about the PSA in my opinion uh, your PSA whether you get them or not should be made between you and your doctor it's not that great a test but it's the better best we have and so back to the fish oil you know this this guy in this uh, article said well 50 years ago it's found that a large amount of cod liver oil in dogs diet increased the death rate from cancer 20 times from the usual 5 percent to 100 percent and it talked about a diet rich in fish oil causes intense production of toxic lipid peroxides and has been observed to reduce a man's sperm count to zero. And they quoted the source of that. Um, My answer on that is bull. You know, there's a lot of people throw that kind of information out. They don't tell you it might have been a low-quality fish oil. 
They don't tell you how much it was. They don't tell you how many toxins are in that uh, fish oil. And cod liver oil's not a bad choice. It's not my first choice. But you have to have the essential fatty acids. And I'm going to tell you my opinion on why. I think fish oil and krill oil is by far the best place to get them. And you can get some essential fatty acids from other places, especially nuts. I eat a handful of walnuts almost every day. But fish oil is better just because you've already, uh, the the fish's liver has actually done the work for you. So as far as essential fatty acids go, let me quote some other research, not just this man's opinion trying to put fear in your heart. Uh, and by the way, there was a lady yesterday named Janet, not the Janet I'm married to, said, I've calmed down on these podcasts, so I'll try to stay off my soapbox. She said she liked my more mellow side compared to what she had uh, <clears throat> heard. Fish oil lowers cholesterol, and it improves function of sex hormones, in spite of what that other article said. And this comes from the American College of Nutrition. Then there's... Uh, Essential fatty acids and antioxidants, which the best one is uh, astaxanthin with fish oil, decreases endothelial inflammation, which means it protects your heart. That comes from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Essential fatty acids reduce heart mortality 29 to 40%, according to the American Journal of Cardiologists, or cardiology, and the Journal of Circulation, and the Journal of Lancet. Uh, the American Heart Association, which is incredibly too conservative, when they actually said essential fatty acids may help. So, you know, they've got other fish to fry, no pun intended. Uh, but they said it may help, which is crazy because it does help without a shadow of a doubt. Now, there is an epidemic of diabetes and heart disease amongst Eskimos because they're eating processed fat. There's a lot of bad fat out there and sugar, and they're getting very, very little essential fatty acids from the fish and whales that they used to eat. And that's from the International Workshop on Omega-3 Fatty Acids, Diabetes, and Essential Fatty Acids. There's another one that says essential fatty acids reduce blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. That's from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Um, then there's one that says essential fatty acids reduce brain inflammation. 20 to 40% increase in Alzheimer's has been reported with EFAs. Okay. Oh, 20 to 40% decrease, if I didn't say that correctly. Decrease in Alzheimer's, so apparently I need more of it because I don't know what I said. And that's from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition and Journal of Annals of Neurology. There is massive, massive research that the DHA in the fish oils increase brain function and helps the neurotransmitters in the brain as far as making the nerves itself. Uh, and as far as uh, depression goes... Uh, essential fatty acids are, are very, very essential to the brain, according to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. And schizophrenics show a decreased level of essential fatty acids, which is the DHA for the most part, in their cell membranes. So, hey, schizophrenics should eat more fish oil. 
Uh, there's a lot of different books if you have a question about fish oil. And um, I've, I've read most of these, not all of them. The Antioxidant Miracle, The Miracle Brain, The LCP Solution, Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy, Omega-3 Connection, Brain Lipids and Disorders in Biological Psychiatry, The Paleo Diet, The Omega Zone, Healthy Fats for Life, The Better Brain Book, The Anti-Inflammation Zone, Inflammation Nation, Fish Oil, The Natural Anti-Inflammatory, The Queen of Fats, Why Omega-3s Were Removed from the Western Diet and What We Can Do to Replace Them, and then The Ultimate Omega-3 Diet. Folks, be careful what you're listening to, the articles that spread fear and doubt. Even the Bible says, I did not give you a spirit of fear. So pay attention to that. That is my answer is like, I'm going to take fish oil the rest of my life because when I stop taking it for two weeks, Janet knows it because my brain function declines, obviously. I can stop it for two days and my eyes get extremely dry. And I make sure she gets it because if her eyes are dry, I don't look as pretty to her. So <laughs> I think a, 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 the fish oil is a good idea. But that being said, there are a lot of bad fish oils on the market that are polluted. We had a couple of companies come in and wanted to sell their fish oil to us. And I said, well, this is what we sell. This is the assay. And they said, well... Ours is really, really, really good, but we cannot beat yours. And it, it has to do with how many pollutants are in it, where they got it, and how much it's oxidized. So not all fish oil is good. We've seen on lab when some people would go to Sam's or Costco and get their fish oil. No offense meant to Sam's or Costco. We get our toilet paper there. Um, but we could tell on lab when they changed to the cheap fish oil. So, Right, because a good one will make your triglycerides go down. On lab. Yeah. So, so we know it does work. I would be aware of anybody that spreads fear and doubt. That's my opinion. Okay. So obviously Dr. Lewis is not tired today because he is on his roll. Yeah, um, the other Janet's gonna say, Well, you're back on your soapbox. She liked me when I was more mellow. <laughs> So let's get into the heart of the show about uh, being tired of being tired. I'll take um, up a third of the show on that. Okay. <laughs> we know about fish oil, which is good because fish oil does help with brain function and being tired also. But there are some other things we want to discuss as well as to what could be making you tired. The first line of defense, your first responder to stress. Who in the world thinks they're not stressed? Everybody thinks they're stressed. It, their first line of defense is the adrenals. Very good. Very good. So right, there we're, you go. we're going to discuss the adrenals then and the, the action that they have. He actually took my question of what, you know, of our giveaway today, which is what gland is your body's first responder to stress? He just. Uh, she gave me the stink eye and I didn't know what she was saying. Yeah. So, so, so then, I, I've been wrong all day. Folks, so, but. so, okay. So y'all now, you know, the answer is the adrenals and uh, we're going to be giving away a bottle of adrenal essence to the person that gets that correct. So tell us why the adrenals are so important and what do they do and, you know, what is their function and how do you know if they're good or bad? Well, uh, go on my uh, Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis Facebook page, and I put a list of low adrenal symptoms and overly functioning adrenal symptoms. So I'm trying to get you to sign up there where you can ask questions. But 
Oh, you can tell there's lots of different, you know, if you can't sleep at night, basically your cortisol is probably too high. If you can't shut your brain down and you think you've got to work out a problem that's up to God and the universe to work out, you probably have your adrenals sort of stressed. Or if you're slow and sluggish and can't get your butt up out of bed without thinking about a nap, how soon you can take a nap, and you have to drink coffee all through the day and have the stimulants or you'll do a lot of sugar only to have that uh, low sugar crash later, and then you need some more sugar and some more coffee to get that up and going. You probably have an adrenal problem. Is that why they've made energy drinks? So Because so many people's adrenals are, are blown and they're trying to jack them up? Yeah, and I can't believe people would do those energy drinks because that's like throwing a big shot of nitrous in your engine it'll run like oh my god but it burns out like crazy so you're just aggravating the problem and uh, increasing the probability of your demise so what has happened god i'm gonna get off my soapbox what has happened in our societies we've kind of gotten on an adrenaline rush because we have been taught that consumerism consumerism is a good thing and it's not but people when they go along in life, they get more successful, but then they are less able to enjoy the fruits of their labor. But we get hooked on the adrenaline rush, the epinephrine, the norepinephrine, too much cortisol. And sometimes you're working for that and you get too tired or you get too overscheduled to enjoy what you have. How many of us are that way? And Janet and I are incredibly jealous of our time off. <clears throat> so we're working toward getting a little bit more of it. And so when you have this adrenaline rush for many, many years, you're actually hooked uh, on it. There's a biofeedback from the adrenals to the brain, and don't think the thyroid's not involved because it is. Uh, And some people have to do it exactly right, so it comes together at the exact right time. And so the sympathetic mode of your autonomic nervous system reacts, and it causes a release of the adrenaline, which is fight or flight hormone, from your adrenal medulla, and that's the inner portion of your adrenal glands, you kind of get hooked on it. Uh, Things that can create that rush can be negative or positive. It can be accidents, fun, stress, joy, happiness, accomplishment, danger, pain, or emergencies. And that's why some people like these horror movies, which I refuse to go to. But uh, well, I think computers actually started that, you know, and I'm I'm not going to say what age I am, but but some of you will know based on what I say. I remember whenever the stress business kicked in and and how we weren't tired before computers and then computers came along and they all wanted so much more information from someone at their job. Um, You had to do four, four to five times worth of work you were doing when you were not having computers because nobody cared or couldn't get in your business or whatever it was. But it seems like in this day and age, there's so much information happening on the computers and you're always on. Somebody can always get in touch with you. There's no downtime anymore. There's no peace. And it's no downtime. Thank you. That's, that's very good. That's why we're supposed to rest at least one day a week. Yeah, and now it, and I think it's taxed our adrenals to the point that we're just all exhausted. So we're drinking all these energy drinks and coffee and all this, trying to keep up with the demands of what's happening every day. And our bodies just aren't really made for all the extra stress. I think you're really right because I remember when computers kind of came onto the scene in a big way, and they said, "Well, you can." reduce the amount of people that the company needs to run and i said back then i said no heck no it's going to double what you uh, have to hire 
And and that is true. I talked to a real sweet lady uh, yesterday. I've known her since childhood. We grew up together. And she says, well, they keep dumping more and more on me and getting rid of people. And they're asking us, a lot of people are asking us to do two or three or four times the amount of work and still be efficient. And that messes with, you know, your liver, the sugar stored in your uh, liver and the muscles. And it messes with your feel-good transmitter of dopamine. And if you go low in dopamine, those are the people that get addicted to cigarettes, to alcohol, to drugs, to gambling, to sex, to shopping. <clears throat> I asked Janet one time, I said, why are you going shoe shopping? I said, your closet looks like a Mel DeMarcus. She says, well, why did you just buy 1,650 rounds of bullets? I said, have a nice time shopping, honey. <laughs> we all get addicted to different things. You know, I'm a little bit of a clutter bug about certain things, but... It's lack of dopamine uh, in most cases. Well, and and what we're noticing on lab work, because, you know, that's what we do here is we run low-cost lab work, so we don't guess at what your adrenals are doing. We run something called cortisol because it shows us uh, what's happening with your adrenals, and now it just seems like there's more and more young people that have high cortisol, and that's the reason we run lab is because the cortisol can either be high or low. You've, mm-hmm. um, it, it'll first go really high and you're, where your adrenals are trying to keep up, and then when they can't, they, they crash and bottom out, and the number goes really low, right. which is a different um, set of products for that when it happens. That's why we have to look and see which way it's going. And, and when we check DHEA, when we get... When people order their hormones, uh, we get DHEA, which comes from the adrenal glands, and that's the mother hormone that all your sex hormones are made from. So we can check it in different ways. But it just seems like the young people now are having high cortisol. I'm seeing more and more of that on labs. So they're stressed at a much younger age than what we all were when we were growing up. You're just performance seeing, anxiety. It's 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 just everything's happening to them faster. What than what it took us years to get to this point is. So their bodies are wearing out faster than what ours are. They're very stressed. And I told a preacher of a large church the other day, I said, we're because of the Internet uh, and Facebook and all that, we're drowning in information, but we're starving for wisdom. And when you get that adrenal fatigue, it's very, very interconnected to the other systems, your body. And what that does is create sort of a a domino effect, and it causes fatigue, cravings, weight gain, mood swings, and so many other problems that we're all dealing with today. So think adrenals. And and Janet and I deal with that, too, because we try our best to give really, really good service. We mostly get five-star reviews, and we definitely appreciate the people that have done that. you know, the one or two bad reviews we get, there are people who have attitudes that, you know, you just can't help them. Um, but most of them are five-star reviews because we bust our butt, and it does take a huge toll on our adrenals, I promise you. But we love you that much. But there are some uh, some common causes of adrenal stress, like anger. Do you know hanging hanging on to anger is going to make your adrenals worse and make you more tired? It only punishes you, not the person that so-called wronged you. Uh, depression is a, actually a cause of adrenal stress. Yeah, which comes first? I don't either know. way. Depression, <laughs> anger, either way. Yeah, I don't know. Exercising too much, which is why I try not to never do that. 
And we see people that do that. It's like, good God, quit exercising. Well, people that have blown adrenals, which has always been my case, if you try to exercise somebody when they don't have the energy, which we have a lot of people come in here and do that. They're like, I'm trying to work out, you know, and all I want to do is when I'm done is go home and go to bed because I'm exhausted and I'm not losing any weight and I'm just so tired after I work out. I think Janet's problem is the stress of living with me. (laughs) (laughs) But we run their lab and their adrenals are completely shot, so they're not going to lose weight because they need help being built up not to do more to tax their body. Um, going to sleep late actually causes adrenal stress. So you always here to get eight, nine hours of sleep. Most of us are sleep deprived somewhat. Most of us. Maldigestion, which means you don't properly assimilate your foods, which a lot of us do. That's gas, bloating, belching, slow trains. <laughs> oh, 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 let me interject that. When I was talking about fish oil. Just because you put in a good fish oil doesn't mean you're actually digesting it because most of us have low digestive enzymes. So thank you, Janet. You're welcome. Uh, chronic infections and, and illness, and there's many, many people that have underlying chronic viruses that do not even know they do. Some are coming right out of their teeth. Um, well, when we run their lab work, we will see patterns in the lab of a chronic virus, and they're like, I'm not sick. And uh, as time's gone on, the person comes back in and says, you know what? I had a root canal done and they actually took the cap off and I had infection under my tooth. And all that time that's been leaching into their body, creating a chronic viral looking pattern for them. So uh, that over time is just drug on their body, which lowered their adrenals. Actually, worry and anxiety help lower your adrenals. And I, I... and I used to be a big worrier. I work on that a lot, and I hear people worry now, and I realize how much that robs and steals your joy. Or your husband's joy. <laughs> that but, too. But that's what makes things work to a point, because if it was up to me, this place wouldn't work. You know, Janet does have a lot of responsibility, because I'm kind of a sluggard. You know, I just show up and smile. Well, he just automatically remembers everything, so I have to work really hard at it. <laughs> uh, but try not to worry, because... Hopefully believe in God and he's got it. So just let it go and and have fun and smile. And chill out. Have you noticed that Janet and I interrupt each other a lot less than any of the presidential or vice presidential debates? And then we at least let the other one finish their sentence. <laughs> Excuse me? What'd you say? <laughs> All right. Let me, let me tell you one of the things I think is one of the pro- biggest problems in adrenals and in getting healthy. Because we see the people that do quit. Thank God most of you kind of hang in there. But they put themselves last, and and they'll take care of everybody but them. And the Bible says, love your neighbor as thyself. And if you'll uh, dissect that linguistically, that means you have to love yourself first and foremost, or you cannot give to your family, your coworkers. You know, your, your spouse and children are very, very important, but you have to love yourself enough to take care of yourself first. And then and only then can you give as much as you in, as God intended. Um, sorry, I've had a complaint or two about me mentioning God, but I'm not going to quit, so y'all get over it. <laughs> <laughs> or change our channel, either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit the unlike button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some uh, symptoms and consequences of impaired adrenals. So if you're the type that don't want to get poked with a needle to find out whether or not you have an adrenal problem, there are some uh, telltale signs that you could have uh, impaired adrenals, like low body temperature, 
Um, you have to think like thyroid pro- problems, like your thyroid doesn't work correctly. Generally, that goes hand in hand with a cortisol problem, they, they which is adrenal. They are so connected. If you have an adrenal problem, you will eventually have a thyroid problem or vice versa. Being extremely nervous. Barney um, Five. I'm sorry? Barney Five. Oh, yeah. He probably did have a cortisol <laughs> the problem. The ghost and Mr. Chicken. I love that. <laughs> uh, mental depression. Uh, tendency towards being inflamed. Not not uh, mentally, but, you know, body. Your body's inflamed. <laughs> Waking up with the attitude of a fire ant. And for those of you above the Mason-Dixon line, I apologize. You don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Poor memory. Um, what would you say? I know some people get so bad that they literally cannot remember what they did that morning because their adrenals are so shot. It's like a fight or flight thing. They just left. Fatigue or fibromyalgia. And that's why I said, you know, for the people that stick with it, because when you hurt that much and you're that low, it's it's hard to stick with it. You have to generally have a very supportive spouse to encourage you. And you have to look for encouragement wherever you can find it from your spouse, from your Bible, from a rah-rah session, you know, just, uh, you know, positive thinking. Uh, you ask me how I'm doing, I'll say somewhere between perfect and wonderful, or wonderful and perfect. And it's like you can actually speak good things into existence and make them happen. Of course, we do it nutritionally also. Right. Um, indigestion is a sign of impaired adrenals. Do you believe that? It can be. And again, we all have different uh, symptoms that can be belong to dozens of different problems. But, you know, you need to think in those terms that it's not always so obvious. Unexplained hair loss. And there's tons of people that come in here with hair loss. And, uh, you know, for a, when the body is that uh, down or depleted, that's the first thing it lets go of is hair, and that is the last thing a woman wants to have let go of. They will let go of anything else, but you better keep their hair. I told a couple of guys the other day, one of them had a really big, beautiful mustache, and the other one had an incredible beard. I told both of them, I said, I'm really jealous. And one of them was about to go to Honduras on a mission trip, and he took his hat off and said, I'm jealous of you. At least you've got hair on your head. But, you know, there's things that you can take because if you have these things going on and you know you have an adrenal problem, there are supplements, natural supplements that you can take that help sustain your adrenals. I personally take three to four of them a day because I cannot run this place without adrenal help. Is the stress of living with me because I'm like a four-year-old child. <laughs> it's Well, this adrenal essence is just awesome because it has... Uh, panathenic acid in there which is a huge one for helping your hair stay in because b5 it, b5 mm-hmm. right cordyceps uh which is a chinese herb yeah it, it's one of the most adaptogenic herbs there is it's incredible you know, it, it that's actually very very indicated if you've had cancer or chemo from cancer uh rhodiola extract Mm-hmm. Paba and ginseng extract. I like Paba. Paraminobutyric acid. Doesn't that sound sexy? That is. That's that's impressive. <laughs> but you can take a couple of these a day and help your adrenals stay in good shape. And if someone listened to the question at the first, they're going to be the lucky winner of a bottle of this, and they're going to start feeling better, and they're going to be less irritable so, and keep their hair in. So you think um, you don't always can make the connect the dots so if you have an adrenal problem that can lead to infertility insomnia and or fatigue irrational fears irregular menses and low sex drive 
So it could be as simple or it should, could be the best place to start is fixing the adrenal glands because they're the first thing in your body that helps your body respond to stress. Now, stress can be physiological, psychological, nutritional, chemical, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, you mentioned DHEA earlier. Can you briefly tell us the correlation between what DHEA has to do with adrenal function? How, well, what is DHEA and where does that fit? Well, it comes out of your uh, adrenal glands. And somebody asked me the other day, what does that stand for? Dihydroepiandrosterone. I can't even pronounce it. I get tongue-tied. That was going to be sexy, but I'm not real sure. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a twist of the tongue. Uh, it actually functions as what they call an androgen, which is a male hor- hormone uh, because of the anabolic activity. And anabolic means building of tissues. Uh, it's a precursor to testosterone in a man and a woman. It's a precursor to estrogen, which, believe it or not, men have a little bit of that too, just like women have a little bit of testosterone. If a woman has low testosterone, they generally have very low sex drive. And they said, but I don't want testosterone. I said, you will not grow a big, ugly mustache like mine. So you really need some. A woman needs it up around a 20 to 40. And usually their sex drive comes on real strong at about a 20 or so. But um, the DHEA has a lot to do. It will reverse immune suppression that is caused by excessive cortisol levels. Um, something we hadn't talked about in a long time is pregnenolone, which is the precursor to DHEA, and it increases memory in a large, large way. So I've gone back to supplementing with pregnenolone. I told Janet to watch me and see if my memory gets any better. But uh, Is that for women also, pregnenolone? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Okay. I've got it in 30 milligrams uh, right by your pills, so you can take it too. It's a real tiny little pill. Is that a subtle hint? Not well, so subtle? Well, I want you to remember <laughs> that I'm remembering better. You know, it, it, it does take a lot of extra supplements to live and feel really, really healthy and young and energetic. And it does. And we would ask for you to go on our website to a cut above naturals with an S on the end dot com. And fill out our health survey. I can't say it. Our health survey. That's a sexy twist to the tongue. That's right. Where we can start helping you feel better as well. Um, If you will go on there and submit that, we can figure out, you know, what do we need to do to help you? Do we need to send you a bottle of adrenal essence? Do we need to run some lab on you and figure out what's going on to see if your cortisol is low or high or your DHEA is low or high? That's... That's all a part of our lab panels that we run. Janet did say that if your adrenals are low or high, we do have other supplements that are much more specific to what's going on. But the one we have here, anybody could utilize that because they're herbs that help you adapt to stress so it doesn't kick your rear. Yes. So uh, all the people that are listening that are patients, they already know they're on the right things. Um, But the ones that are new that don't, don't know... You know, let us help you out. We can send you to your lab local to you in in across the United States so that you quit guessing at why you are tired of being tired. We would like to show you why you are tired and that it's not all in your head and that if you've gone to a whole lot of doctors and can't get answers, I'll bet we can give you some you've never heard before. There's a whole lot more to help than not being sick. 
So please let us help you. We appreciate you listening to our show. And we'll be right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Bye, y'all.